0: Welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. We are your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, the founders of Blended Kingdom Families.
1: Our ministry serves to equip marriages, unite families and ignite faith so that you can flourish an abundant kingdom life. We pray that our podcast blesses you today.
0: Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families. At BKF, we believe now is the time to change the modern day interpretation of the blended family.
1: Absolutely, you guys. As a blended family ourselves, God laid it on our hearts to build a ministry that helps support blended families by equipping your marriage, uniting the family unit, and igniting your faith. Our mission is that you would be touched by God and experience His goodness through this ministry, that your family would have practical skills, resources, and tools to help you live that abundant blended life.
0: Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families. We are so excited you are here with us and we have some amazing friends, Sion and Shannon Alford. It is such a pleasure to have you and we love your story and we're so grateful you're here today.
2: It's great to be here.
1: Yes. Yes. You guys, I just want to tell you a little bit about Pastor Sion and his wife, Shannon. Together, they have been married 28 years and they have eight children. Can't wait to share this story with y'all. Ranging in age from 16 to 26. So they have a lot going on. Um, Together they have been in ministry for 25 years and currently uh, Pastor Sion, he is the pastor for the Gateway Church, our Justin campus and has been there for 13 years, 10 years as executive pastor over worship two years as associate pastor, and one year as the campus pastor. Wow. Mm. Um, And Shannon has served on the worship team at Gateway for 13 years. Wow, Shannon. (laughs) Um, Both have written books. Shannon's book, which we're going to talk a little bit about today, is Eight is Enough. And then, Pastor Sion, you have a book called Divine Detours. Yes. Awesome. Well, welcome you guys.
2: Thank you.
0: Eight, 28, 16 to 26, 25 years in ministry, the stories. were it have got to be phenomenal.
2: Well, they they certainly point to the power of God's grace. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, absolutely. No, no doubt. So, I remember Shannon and I dated for six years before we got married, mm-hmm. and uh, and I tell people we went to different schools together. <laughs> and uh, she went to Florida State University. I went to the University of Florida. So our degree programs we couldn't merge. Our schools yeah. d- didn't work. So we. We had a long dating relationship, but I can remember during dating we we knew we were going to ministry one day, yeah. and so we would from Florida we would go on long walks on the beach or mm. out in out in on a beautiful seeing a beautiful sunset, and we would dream about ministry and what life was going to be like after yeah. we got married, and and uh, there we were twenty years later sitting on our back in bed with eight kids going. <laughs> Where literally. did we miss This is not what we were dreaming. Was this part of the, the beach walks and the I, dreams I and the visions of uh, no, what was going to happen? I thought we're not even saved right now. Yeah. You know? Oh, my goodness. 20 years sad. ago, I thought you know our shadows would be healing people. You know, yeah. But here we were 20 years later going, I don't even know if I'm saved. And of course, Shannon said, I don't think you are. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it, yeah, so... It's, it's been a journey and, um, you know, because that's what God does. He yeah. takes us on journeys, yeah. uh, all for one purpose. And that's to create the image of God on the inside of us. And so our stories really are all about God making me a better man of God, making Shannon, uh, a more awesome woman of God, mm-hmm. uh, so that we can advance the kingdom of God. And the only way you're going to do that is go through stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so good. I th- I'm talking too much already, but yeah, Shannon so will good. tell you in her book, she says this in her book many times, Romans twelve one and two, mm-hmm. that worship is a lifestyle. Mm. Yeah. And when you commit your heart to the Lord and you say, God, I'm going to follow you. God will hold, God will hold you to that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. right.
2: And, uh, he'll, he'll lead you through storms. He doesn't move the storms. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't keep us from going through storms, but he's with us through the storms. That's yeah. so good. So, so good yeah I uh,
0: your story reminds me I, I was having a conversation last week about somebody and they asked um, they they asked me if if, if this was my plan if, <laughs> if my life was my plan and I and I thought the first thing that came to my mind is I couldn't have dreamt this kind of plan yeah you know only God could have done that right uh, so I love that you guys were, were open to, to what he was going to do um, I know a lot of people may be wondering okay Eight. So let's talk about your story. Let's talk about your family. Just tell us a little bit about kind of how it became to what it is.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think you know we always dreamed of just having three, maybe four kids, but mm-hmm. we stopped at three, and thinking, okay, we were totally outnumbered, mm-hmm. and uh, kids were very close in age and. And so we, we, we just, we knew that it was three was, uh, it was good. That was the Trinity. We had, Mm -hmm. um, father, son, Holy Ghost, (laughs) and we were good, (laughs) but the Lord had another plan. And 10 years later, then that's when we, we adopted, or I would say that my brother and my sister-in-law, when they passed away, Mm -hmm. we, we took on their kids. We took on that responsibility. It wasn't something that we had dreamed of. It wasn't in the plan of when Mm -hmm. we were walking down the beach, thinking of what ministry would look like, but God had a plan. God was doing something deeper in, in the works of our hearts and our children and in the lives of those five kids. Mm-hmm. And so I can remember looking back when we we ha- heard the phone call and we were driving home and all the thoughts that were going on in my mind was, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, how is how are we gonna merge the two together, mm-hmm. uh, two families together? And um, that blending of lives, we'd seen each other as cousins mm. as, um, but now we were going to come together under a family and it was going to be more than just cousins, going to be brothers and sisters. Mm. So how was that going to work? And it happened to be the day um, we were driving home. We got to our hometown in in Panama City and it was midnight and sign had stopped to get gas. And we, were, we I had cried, I had talked, I had thought it all through. I was like, oh, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? And he looks up and he says, happy anniversary. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's our anniversary. I didn't even remember. And he said, so I said, Sian, would you have married me if, I, if you knew that we were going to have to raise eight kids? And he went, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and
3: in that moment, it was like, you know what? It really did. You know, life is a journey and you yeah. don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Mm-hmm. But as Sian shared the scripture in Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says, offer yourself yeah. a living sacrifice to God. And that's what, it is, that's what it is all about. It's us saying every day walking in and saying, Lord, I am yours. Mm. Mm. That is worship. Worship is not something that we go and do. It's something that we live. Mm. Mm. And we're having to live this out day to day, giving ourselves to the Lord and saying, God, I'm yours. Whatever you
1: want me to do, I'll do. Mm. So good. Um, Shannon, so you wrote your book, Eight is Enough, and I just love the pictures and all of the kids on there. Um, And, you know, can you just tell us your heart behind why you wrote it? Maybe just a little bit, you know, about what's in it so that our audience can know about this. Okay, it really, I was inspired by
3: our um, our church offers a wild class and mm-hmm. um, it, I had taken the class. Um, I really never saw myself as a as a writer, as mm-hmm. an author. That wasn't something that, that I ever had dreamed of doing, but I felt like this would be something that would help other families. And I love all the testimonies and people coming back and saying, I loved your story. I loved mm-hmm. how real you were, how, how, how you shared. And um, it felt like uh, we were sitting together, just talking and having coffee together. And so that was really the inspiration behind it in the whole scheme of life. Everything that we go through, Mm -hmm. if we can't help someone else, then what was the purpose of the struggle of what we were going through? It's all about sharing life with one another Mm -hmm. and being able to uh, encourage and and help one another.
1: Mm. So good.
0: Yeah, I, I think a lot of people... You know just kind of hearing your story uh, and they think okay you were you were presented something in front of you of, of an opportunity um, and here you are with eight children five what, are, what would be now blending your family um, I think people can see the struggles and see the the challenges mm-hmm. now you guys can look maybe on the backside and And years and years later and see all the amazing things as the stories you guys were telling us earlier about all the kiddos Um, But I know there were some struggles in there Mm -hmm. So can you tell us kind of not only a little bit about maybe the struggles, but how do you overcame them? What did you do maybe as a marriage to overcome those struggles? How did you keep your marriage strong Mm -hmm. and how did how did you keep the kids all moving in the right direction?
3: Mm You know, we were so blessed to be a part of Gateway Church, mm. and uh, one of the most important things that we had all, we had tried to do with our own three kids was not that we're a perfect people, but in going to church and being in the presence of God, there's something about you're in the presence, you're changed. There's Mm -hmm. some things that they can hear um, about a Bible story or or a Mm -hmm. verse. That's something that we could have been saying, but then the Holy Spirit begins to speak and say something. And then it begins to bring about a change. Mm -hmm. And so that was something that was very important with us is having our kids be a part of church, Mm -hmm. grow, connect, Mm -hmm. develop, um, um, relate with other people and then get involved. Mm -hmm. And so we we, we were always encouraging our kids, whatever it is, whatever you feel like the Lord wants you to give and to be a part of, we want to help you connect and be a mm-hmm. part of. And in that giving and in that developing relationships there in church and being a part of youth or children's ministry or mm-hmm. worship or mm-hmm. any type of service or going and feeding the homeless, any type of service helps develop Christ-like character within us and a relationship with Him that would be separate and apart from what we do, Mm -hmm. or they would see, oh, that's just what they do. It's not what we do, it's something that we live. And as Mm -hmm. a family, we wanna model that and we want you to connect and be a part of church and develop a relationship with the Lord on your own.
2: And I think, um, you know, part of that also kind of brought us to the reality that in the realization that yes, we needed to, to live ministry in front of our kids. Mm-hmm. But more than that, we had to have a strong marriage yeah. in front of our kids. Yeah. Um, so whatever type of bland, blended families, you, you know, the listeners may have, mm-hmm. they're going to see Christ. They're going to see him through your marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we, we know that marriage is the institution that God set up on this earth mm. to reflect his, his love for us and his kingdom, Christ, we're the bride of Christ. If they don't see a strong marriage, they're probably not going to see a strong God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this did absolutely challenge our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, the beautiful thing about it was there was unity um, mm-hmm. from the very get-go. You know, it was not Shannon's decision to take the kids. It wasn't my decision. It wasn't the judge's decision mm-hmm. that, that ruled it. It was us coming together together holding hands. We prayed, God, th- this is your will. We know it's your will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then God began to speak. He gave us scripture. He gave us verses. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them that he gave us was he said, I'm going to fight your battles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have to fight them. And your job is to love those kids. Mm-hmm. So we turned to- towards each other to try and stay on the same page, mm-hmm. uh, communicating in front, you know, in front of the kids to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, our kids, uh, in all transparency, I mean, they saw us melt down, yeah. Yeah. Um, but put some perspective into it. You know, I think in Shannon, you told the story wonderfully, but one important thing was that our kids, um, were about the same age as the kids that we, we brought, you know, mm-hmm. that we adopted. And when they began, they blended immediately. Our daughter went from being the only daughter to having four sisters, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden now they're sharing bathrooms and rooms and Close. we're all crammed into yeah. this little house. And yeah. and it was it was it was chaos. Yeah, that first um, I'd say that first six months, I, I literally almost had a physical breakdown, um, had to start wearing glasses, you know, the whole thing. I mean, all of a sudden you started aging a little quicker. I started to start yeah. getting these little across. gray great yeah. things started popping out all over yeah. But it was physically stressful, yeah. Yeah. and and so our kids would see us break down sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and when I say break down, that's a scripture That's kind of a spiritual way to say we lost our temper, yeah, um, <laughs> and and blew it. <laughs> <laughs> We need to stop for a second, because yes. I don't think a
0: lot of people maybe caught that. Breakdown is the spiritual version of lose our temper. Right? Yeah, just okay. it's, I called, love a, that. uh, That's it's awesome. called not
2: fruit of the spirit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and whether it was yelling and screaming at each other, whether it was, yeah. you know, hollering at one of the kids, you know, uh, whether it was using a word that we're not supposed to use as a Christian, <laughs> yeah. whatever that was. But what they did see was afterwards. They saw us reconnect. Yeah. yeah, they saw us make up and make out. That's what I call it.
1: <laughs> I like it. Yeah, um,
2: they they saw me apologize to Shannon mm. for not being sensitive, or for being selfish, mm. or for being uh, for losing my temper. And I would apologize to her. I would apologize to these kids. And what they were seeing was right before them. They were seeing forgiveness. Yeah lived out. Yeah. So it kind of goes back to how it was live the word of God yes. in front of your children. Yeah. Don't be Jesus. You're not Jesus. Mm-hmm. You're not God. You're not mm-hmm. going to be perfect. Mm. Our kids don't need to see perfect people. Yeah. They need to see forgiven people. They need mm-hmm. to see so people who whose hearts are humble and mm-hmm. contrite. And And if you can show that to your children, it's not always easy and we didn't always do it perfectly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that was one of the keys. It James 4, 6, obviously it says that God opposes the proud, yeah. but He gives grace mm-hmm. to the humble. Mm-hmm. And our house didn't have a grace problem. It had a humility problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we had to humble ourselves mm-hmm. many, 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 many times so that the grace of God could invade our home. And that's where change happens. So Wow,
1: that's so incredible.
2: Yeah, I... I... I, I'm just imagining
0: the challenges and, again, the grace that comes with those mm-hmm. challenges. Mm-hmm. And and I love what you guys talk about. You know, I think a lot of parents uh, approach their children and, and their goal is to never let their children see them argue. Mm-hmm. But that's not reality. Right. The goal is to make sure they see you make up right. and they see uh, redemption and they see forgiveness. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's the example that you want to set for them. So good. So good. That's exactly well, right. and then
1: scripture talks about training up a child and the way they should go and setting the perfect marriage is not necessarily a healthy yeah. you know, perspective to give them. And I love you. You've said this before. You said next to introducing your children to who their savior is, is giving them a gift of a great, strong, healthy marriage. And a part of that is you know, a Christ honoring marriage, a, a marriage that serves your spouse and how you can show your children to serve your spouse. And
0: Well, the, again, I would say the healthy marriage is mm-hmm. one that has conflict and has restoration. Revolution. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's exactly it. Um, that's good. Another thing that you guys talk about and, and, and talking about identity. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I, when I was thinking about this, I, I know Vanessa hears me say this a lot to my boys. I always ask them, Who's your best friend? And I want them to acknowledge that I am. Go- I will always be their best friend. And next to me or even above me is going to be Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we do that with children. We want to set that expectation of, you know, we're your friends. I mean, we're, we love you. As parents, we love you. How often do we tell our children that we love them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But more, even one step further, even the most important step, you talk about, Raising children so they know who whose they are, uh, and and it's not just their parents' love that they're they're receiving; it's Jesus's love and helping them understand that identity. From a pastor's perspective, as a father's perspective, um, how do you show them and and direct them toward Jesus's love?
2: You know, I, I love what you're saying about identity, mm-hmm. and I, I think of I think of, let's think of Jesus. Uh, obviously the ultimate example of a son and a father relationship. And Jesus spent 30 years in anonymity and, and hiddenness, uh, obscurity, mm-hmm. developing what I believe was a, an unshakable identity. Mm-hmm. I tie that as a father, that my job and Shannon's job as, a, as as parents, our number one job is to help mold and shape the identity that our kids have Mm -hmm. of who they are in Christ and whose they are. Mm -hmm. Jesus spent 30 years preparing for a three-year ministry. And not that Jesus wasn't ready in 10 years, I'm not saying that, Mm -hmm. or 15 years, but obviously until the time came when he stood knee deep in the Jordan River and a voice from heaven came down after his Mm -hmm. baptism and the words that God spoke were were not words of, um, they weren't commands, they weren't edicts they, they weren't declarations. It was affirmation. Mm. Mm. It was, this is my son Mm -hmm. in whom I'm well pleased. Mm -hmm. So Jesus got affirmation before he stepped into this world out there. Now, as a parent, I look at that and I go, before I send my kids off to college, before we send our kids out into this cruel world, Mm -hmm. they better know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus then takes that Affirmation, that identity. He steps out of the Jordan River. He walks in Luke chapter four. He steps into a desert place, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing that Jesus spent forty years in a wilderness, uh, thirty yeah. years in a wilderness, and then God decides to take him on his first missionary trip was in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah, uh, but why? Yeah, and forty days, forty nights. Lucifer shows up. The first thing out of Lucifer's mouth. Satan's mouth were these words if you are the son. Mm. Yeah. Challenging the very root of Jesus's identity. Yeah. Everything that hits our children, everything that hits us in our marriage, mm. everything that hits us is all about our identity. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who are you and whose are you? Yeah. And and why does the enemy do this? He knew that if he if Jesus would doubt for 1 second that he was the son of God, mm. and there would be an opportunity for for him to plant a seed of rebellion mm-hmm. into that part of his heart. It's called pride, by the way. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And and when he finds that pride, just like he found it in Adam and Eve,
1: mm-hmm.
2: if he finds that pride, and their identity yeah. has a crack in it, they go down. Yeah. Well, and and what I love about the the meaning behind that, and, and especially
0: as it relates to blended families, is I know a lot of blended families. They come together, and they. As a almost as a defense mechanism, they want to uh, start asserting their love and their their human love for their child, and um, I think that can get in the way of really excelling the child to to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, if your if 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 your focus is just showing them who Jesus is and showing them who they are in Christ, the the human relationship will come along. Mm-hmm. It will come along, and will come along a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. It's yeah. phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I think of pride, you know, in Scripture and Proverbs it says pride goes um, before destruction, a haughty spirit mm. with a fall. Mm. And, um, you know, is it, it says Com- comparison is the thief of joy. But like you were saying, Pas- Pastor Sion, it's almost like pride is the pitfall of humanity mm. Um, mm. and how it can destroy relationships and really just destroy who you are and your identity of who you are in Christ, but you know, yeah. the, the number one tactic of the enemy is to get you to mistrust the heart of God and the character of who he is. Yeah. Um, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Man, that's so good. Well, you guys, what encouragement, if you had a blended family sitting here in front of you, what encouragement would you just wanna impart to them today? If you could tell them anything. <laughs>
3: well, I, I guess that would be, you know, um, first, um, realize that you can't do it alone. You you have to rely on the Lord, and you you're and it's okay to cry out to Him every day and say, God, I need you. I, mm-hmm. I cannot do this on my own, and um and then from that it receiving His grace to be able to do it, then you can um, then freely establish. Um, the authority that needs to be set into place so that your kids will be able to see that they, um, as they humble themselves before the Lord, it's, it's God's grace that enables them to be able to do, to overcome and to, to be who he's called them to be. And, um, but I think the more importantly for kids to see that, um, that they're loved, they're loved by God um, dearly loved by God. And that, um, as, as parents that we can show them that how much God loves them.
2: Shannon did an amazing job from the very beginning. She's, she's very structured and, and she just did it when she talked about establishing authority and there's different ways to say that she just created boundaries mm-hmm. in the home. Um, we came up with a offered family covenant mm-hmm. um, Love that. and, yeah. It was something that we wrote on. We tried to keep it to one sheet of paper um, and made it, you know, wrote it in old English, of course, (laughs) one piece of paper. And it was just a covenant. It was just this. We're going to choose to honor one another. We're going to choose to think the best in each other. It was just a social family covenant. And we all signed it. Mm -hmm. And and, you know, It's it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. okay, yeah. but what it would do was it, it it created these boundaries and these this understanding because one of the things in a blended family and I'm sure everyone's different mm-hmm. is you're you're bringing together two two families that had two different sets mm-hmm. of boundaries and mm-hmm. and rules you call them rules regulations um, uh, also strongholds mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. all of the things that that come into this, yeah. the hurts of yeah. the past relationships all of that's coming into yeah, the God would let God really, when God brings us together, first thing he does, let's just give you some boundaries. Yeah. This is how we're going to show love to one another. This is how we're going to honor one another. This is how we're going to talk to one another. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to pray. We're going to pray every day as a group and a family. I can remember <laughs> the first things we did was we gathered everyone around and we would pray every night. And it was painful, trust me. Uh, <laughs> uh, because I, after the first two nights, I realized I, I didn't do my math, but if each kid takes five minutes in praying, that's yeah. 10, that's 50 minutes of prayer. That's a lot of praying. Yeah. And so we lost our five-year-old 10 minutes in. Yeah. You know? yeah. and, so, and so we realized after a week that wasn't a great idea. So I would pick one or two to, to pray or yeah. we would pray. And it's just modeling that, yeah. being consistent, creating healthy guidelines. And that's what she's talking about with establishing those lines of authority. So good. Um, I'd say the second thing that, that we did was what we mentioned earlier was we established that this relationship between mm-hmm. her and I was more important. Yeah. than any relationship in the house. Yeah. Yes. And that v- we love them. Yeah. But the way we were going to show that we love them was that at nine o'clock, we were shutting our door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this didn't happen Amen. immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because we want more kids, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, no, it was, we had to. She's sh- <laughs> like, no, I mean, no we did not want more no, kids. <laughs> no, no, no more kids. Uh, but it showed, it, it It sent a message to them. Yeah. Right. That there was order in the house. Yeah. Another thing, I guess, it showed him was that they weren't in charge, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and that there was nothing they could do to come between her and I. Yeah, and that spirit will do that, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. and you know when you think of blending two families, you got to remember you're, you're you're blending the hearts of young people who who are hurting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're going to act out of hurt. And this was something hard for us to yeah. constantly keep perspective. Was they were hurting? They were hurting when they came into the relationship, yeah. and we had to realize that when they spoke out, a lot of times it was out of hurt pockets yeah. and pain, and that we needed to to realize that. And so, that's
1: good. Yeah, Let's guide.
2: yeah. I mean, there's so many nuggets there. I,
0: I just keep thinking about all the, the great <laughs> nuggets and people. I, I hope that you know, if you're if you're watching this, that you're 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 being encouraged. The things that that you have said that have encouraged me. Number one, I, I love that you you talk about living worship uh, because, mm-hmm. again, I I think that God puts opportunities in front of us and He um, qualifies mm. or qualifies the called. Is that right? He no?
1: call, He qualifies the called. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, being in obedience to that is is phenomenal. I'm glad she's here. She helps me a
1: lot. (laughs) Good. That's that's what I'm for. She really does. does. Well, no, and to piggyback off of that, you know, our marriage is a form of worship. Our parenting is a form of worship. Mm -hmm. Anything that we can do can be a form of worship to Mm -hmm. our Father when we do it, um, you know, in accordance to His will and His Word and we're we're wanting to bless Him. So I love that. Hey friends, we hope that this episode is blessing your socks off right now. And we just wanna take an opportunity to talk about partnering together. If Blended Kingdom Families has touched your marriage and touched your blended family in some way, we'd love to partner with you.
0: At Blended Kingdom Families, we're trying to reach as many blended families as possible. And we can do more with your support. So please take an opportunity to visit blendedkingdomfamilies.com and click partner. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode.
1: Well, you guys, our last question, we ask all of our guests this, um, Blended Kingdom Families, the name of the ministry. What does a Blended Kingdom family mean to you?
2: Uh, well, I think it, for me, it, it means, I think it is a beautiful, beautiful picture mm. of the kingdom of God coming together for a purpose, mm. to carry out the purposes of God on this earth, on this planet in this day and in this season, mm. we are a part and God wants to touch the world. I believe, Yeah, I think he wants to touch it through families.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and he, when God wanted to listen, think about it, when God's the first kingdom on this earth was a family
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. and he wanted to expand the horizon, expand the, um, the circumference of Eden to cover the earth. Mm-hmm. He spoke to a family. He didn't speak to a church. He didn't speak to a president. He didn't mm-hmm. speak mm-hmm. to a king. He mm-hmm. spoke to a husband and a wife, and he said, he, "He said, go and expand this kingdom. I want you to take over the whole earth. Have dominion." Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I think of blended families, I mean, we are a blended. The, the spiritual kingdom of God is a blended yes, family. Is. Yes, it is. What a beautiful representation mm-hmm. that you guys are bringing blended families and showing the light of the gospel, the glory of God, onto something I, I believe is a key and a treasure mm. for us in this day and time yeah. um, to to advance the kingdom of God in this time that we live in. So that's what it means to me.
1: Good. good. Wow, I'm just like.
0: <laughs> well, and and so good. again, your your story encourages everybody who hears it
1: absolutely and
0: we're so thankful that you were here and hung out with us and shared with us uh, your nuggets of information and
1: heart and
0: absolutely yeah
1: yeah Yeah. thank
0: you guys thank you thank you for having us us.
1: Absolutely. absolutely guys
0: we hope that you have enjoyed uh this amazing time together with Sion and shannon alford we are so thankful you're with us hope you have a wonderful wonderful blessed day
1: be blessed in all you do community we want to hear from you guys if you would take the time to leave us a review and you can find us on all social media platforms our podcast is like on every podcast platform and you can visit us at our website at www.blendedkingdomfamilies.com
0: yeah guys we're trying to reach every blended family all over the world and we can't do this without your partnership so please take a minute like share comment review tell your friends Tell them you can all go to blendedkingdomfamilies.com for great resources.